Hi everyone, Amy's Dharma has its first episode up and running and I cannot be happier to be sharing my knowledge of beautiful Dharma. Just a disclaimer, I do have a cold currently, but I was so excited I just had to get this podcast up and running as soon as possible, so... I hope that you enjoy today's episode. Um, I thought as a starting point, um, we could talk about the basics of spirituality and how you decide if it's right for you. I brought along a book with me today. It's called The Joyful Path of Good Fortune. And it is by Geshe Kelsang Gyatso Rinpoche, who is the spiritual guide of my current religion, Kadampa Buddhism. And I thought that I'd bring this book with me today to read out a couple of the quotes within it um, that could possibly help you decide on your spiritual direction. But before we get into that, let's talk about what spirituality is and what it means and how you as a person could really get involved within it. Spirituality is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, It can be connected with religion and it can sometimes be called religion which I think is a mistake um, because spirituality is a beautiful unique thing Um, spirituality has no rules no regulations and no religious gods or you know pillars that you need to kind of follow at all times spirituality is almost self-help rather than belief um it can kind of just occur from any action whether that is meditating praying eating exercise um singing chanting listening to music listening to this podcast right now you know all of these actions and others can really, really, you know, take part in your spiritual journey, which I think everyone has a spiritual journey. I think everyone does. Some people may not choose to act upon their spiritual journey, but lots of people do whether that is, you know, taking part in a religion because of spirituality or just being a nice spiritual, all-rounded person. And I think spirituality is a beautiful thing because it genuinely involves everyone. Reasons that people get into spirituality is a very heavy and large topic. People who get into spirituality 
I guess, have a reason or a motive behind it. Personally, I went through a really dark place last year and my mum took me up to Manjushri Kadampa Meditation Centre in the Lake District and we stayed for two nights and it was lovely, it was beautiful. The monks and nuns who lived there were just gorgeously amazing and so kind and just really helpful and giving and generous and just everything positive. It was lovely. Everything was so perfect. It was so relaxing and calm and positive environment. It was lovely. I enjoyed it so much. I kept asking my mum, mum, let's go back, let's go back. It's so lovely. The food is so nice. The people are excellent. The, the way of life there is extraordinary. It's cut out almost on its own little island, away from the disturbances of real life. It's, it's almost like a mystical, beautiful, religious landmark. Um, and it is. It is a religious landmark because it is the Kadampa Buddhist World Peace Temple. And at first, I spent a good couple of weeks really researching it and thinking about it. I then asked my mum to buy me one of Geshe Kelsangayatso Rinpoche's books because Geshe or Geshla. Um, is the spiritual guide of Kadampa Buddhists. I read one of his books. I was astounded. I was so happy. I felt like I'd twisted my life to go in a positive and more well-rounded way. And it was lovely. It was beautiful. Um, Obviously, that's just my story. So many other traumatic or maybe just negative things have happened to people and they found that spirituality and faith have really driven them to positivity and light and happiness and just trust, honesty, every single nice, beautiful, happy thought has been sparked by faith and I think that's super beautiful. So, so many reasons that people could go into spirituality but I really do believe that spirituality starts from within. And I don't mean guts or stomach or blood. I mean your mind, your mental capacity, your mental ability, your mental spirituality and where that stands um, effectively. So, yeah. As I mentioned before, if you were really listening, I said the way of life here. I think that's what's really, really special about spirituality. It's a way of life. It's a way of living your life to its best potential. It's a way of being a better person, self-help, self-improvement, self-happiness, self-love. Basically, you know, just improving the self which I think is amazing and it's so important um 
so yeah I feel like my spirituality my faith is a way of life it's not a religion and I'm gonna make a future episode about this the difference between the Buddhist way of life and why people think and say that it's a religion but really it's a way of life it's a way of living your life to the best potential honestly it is wonderful um so that is really what spirituality is how people develop to it and why it can get mixed up with religion which will be a different episode but it's still important to really acknowledge that people think that spirituality is religion and way of life is religion um but let's get on into some real buddhist teachings or dharma buddhist teachings are called dharma and the reason they're called dharma is because they came from buddha shakyamuni and he is the guru of buddhism siddhartha gutama is buddha shakyamuni and he lived a long long time ago a couple hundred years after jesus christ and it is very very important to buddhists to really you know develop strong faith in siddhartha gautama so i'm going to make another episode about the story of buddha's life and how to develop faith in buddha because it's very important to really develop faith in buddha so let's start on the book the joyful path of good fortune now if you're christian or if you know anything about christianity we all know that the christianity holy book is called the bible now the bible explains jesus's life god's life jews religion stories self-help everything that a christian needs in their life to help them through everything um i go to a catholic school and i know full well that even though i'm not a christian the bible really helps christians get through their life now this is how i see the joyful path of good fortune it's a supremely thick book it is huge it is like bigger than the biggest harry potter it is large it's not as big as the bible but it's getting there joyful path of good fortune i really feel like is the bible of kadampa buddhism the front page says joyful path of good fortune the path to supreme happiness of enlightenment it's super thick and it really does explain the entire lamrim which is in its own essence part of dharma let me read part of the blurb which i think is super super relevant to this episode we all have the potential for self transformation and a limitless capacity for the growth of good qualities but to fulfill this potential we need to know what to do by every stage of our spiritual journey this book really unites spirituality spirituality and 
the way of life of Buddhism and I think that is such a beautiful beautiful thing I'm gonna get really really real in these episodes but to do that I have to be really really honest this isn't even part of the realness but my throat is hurting I'm just gonna have a drink (laughs) sorry there we go there we go okay back (coughs) I'm so sorry I have a cold I sound disgusting I don't always sound like this but okay let's carry on so I thought as a first episode we could talk about really like what I first learned about when I went to a Buddhist center when I went to Manjushri and the really like milestones the basics the cornerstones the real pillars of Buddhism and its spiritual journey as a whole because it's so important to me and it is to so many other people how incredible amazing incredible way of life Buddhism really is and so I thought that would be great if we could just talk about some of the really really important milestones cornerstones real basics of Buddhism to start this podcast with a bang so Let's start off with the first thing that comes to mind when we think of Buddhism. Meditation. Meditation as a whole, most people think is enjoyable. It's relaxing, calming. It really helps the soul live, thrive and really deeply begin to acknowledge faith in the practice. But as a young Buddhist and as almost a child... um, Meditation is boring, especially to do every single day. It can get extremely, I get extremely restless and my brain doesn't really tolerate it. I have such a busy life. I have such a busy schedule. I have so many thoughts running through my head the whole time. Meditation is so difficult and not very enjoyable. So we're not going to talk about meditation until a different episode. But for starters, if you're young, or if you're just a beginner in Buddhism, meditation isn't always the answer. It's just an added kind of thing. Yes, it's one of the main ways of showing spirituality and faith throughout Buddhism, but I personally don't think it's extremely necessary. Personally, lots of other people think it is, and I'm fine with that. Um, another thing that you think about when you think of Buddhism is restrictions. Now, I really, um, really, 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 really against the fact that religions hold restrictions because they do. Buddhism holds restrictions. And I support the restrictions because they really are there to help um make us better people and if people agree with it and are happy with it and are completely once and for all and just their whole heart they have faith and they accept these restrictions I do not mind personally I accept these restrictions and that is how it goes other religions we're not going to um 
be rude, but lots of other religions have very intense restrictions that lots of people are forced into from a really young age, and I don't think that's very fair, but in Buddhism, I have kind of resorted to actually following the restrictions. Um, personally, in Kadampa Buddhism, there isn't as many restrictions as in normal Buddhism, um, because, you know, it's quite new, and it's quite, it's more of a journey of the mind, and the spirit, and the soul, and really the only restrictions are just there to help us be a better person. I have my own restrictions, um, being spiritual, being religious, being faithful to my religion, um, I have my own restrictions that kind of follow the original restrictions or precepts of traditional Buddhism from hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years ago, um, so my restrictions personally, um, there's three of them and I live by these and I genuinely will always live by these. So the first one is generosity. Um, a large part of, um, my religion is helping others and the reason this is a restriction for me is because I need to focus more on others happiness than my own um when we do self-help we're really doing it so once we've guaranteed self-help we can help and really you know share our knowledge with the rest of the world so everyone is happy everyone is loving, everyone is at peace with themselves and everything around them and that is really what this podcast is about, sharing my knowledge with you so you can be peaceful and happy because that's really the true meaning of human life, to be happy. Um, uh, That's my first restriction, to always think about others above yourself and it's quite hard as a young person getting through lots of things in life to keep this preset, this rule, this restriction. So I find it very challenging, but I'm all for it because it really develops my faith and my strength of faith. Um, The second restriction that I hold is to not take, um, what's the word, substances that affect the mind, um, commonly known as alcohol, um, you know, medication, um, when you don't need it, um, personally, um, a massive part of Buddhism is being clear, having the clarity of mind and taking things like alcohol, medication and drugs when it isn't needed can be seen as a sin um, because you are really just forgetting about your beautiful chance to attain enlightenment, to attain nirvana. Um, So that is the second one of my rules and my restrictions. The third restriction, and probably the most important one in my opinion, is kindness. Um, Not to be rude to others, not to be 
you know, cruel, not to emit hatred, not to really spark annoyance or unhappiness within people around me. And this kind of just really transforms my whole life. People want to come to me to ask for my advice and I help them because I cherish everybody and kindness really just like controls my life but in a good way. We aren't talking about negative controlling, we're talking about it makes my life better. Um, So those are the three rules that I kind of live by. Then there's obviously the obvious rules like no stealing, no lying, no mass murder, you know, no, you know, bullying or cruelty, but really all of it kind of fits into being kind because if you were really a kind person, a generous person, you wouldn't commit any of those crimes. So now that I've talked about restrictions and... (coughs) sorry, how you should develop your own restrictions, your own rules, your own, you know, regulations to your spirituality. Let's talk about our goal. My goal is to attain nirvana or liberation or enlightenment. Anything you want to say, it all means the same thing. My goal is to achieve enlightenment and to help others to do the same. And that's really what my human life is about. That's really what I want to really increase the chances of attaining Buddhahood, of attaining enlightenment, of becoming a well-rounded, enlightened being. And that's really, really important to me. Your goal with spirituality can be anything. It can be to reduce anxiety, to help with sleep, to make you a better person to make you more calm and it can be something to do with religion to make a god happier to make you more at peace with your religion it can be any of these things but it's always important to remember that you shouldn't really take part in your spiritual practice if there is an impure motive behind it such as you know fame wealth um you know attention um those negative motives you need to get rid of before you really start your spiritual journey um (coughs) i'm so sorry um this book joyful path of good fortune is amazing if you are not a buddhist you can still read it it is genuinely categorized as self-help book not buddhism meditation prayer book no it's literally categorized as a self-help book um and it really it shows you how to listen to dharma how to meditate how to develop faith how to read and listen to buddha's teachings all about buddha's life and atisha's life and the beautiful and pure minds of the spiritual teachers of this world and i think that's really important today's episode was really just about 
helping you to understand why you're doing this. Why are you listening? Is there a reason? Why do you think there is a need for you as a person to take part in spiritual activity, to join up a Buddhist temple, to collect meditation crystals maybe, to use Palo Santo or Sage to kind of clear the energy around you? Why are you doing it? And what do you mean by it? This episode is genuinely an introduction to the huge, extensive, complicated, but beautiful world of spirituality, religion, ways of life, happiness, self-help, just everything. It's so extensive, I've tried my best. (laughs) I'm still trying my best. I'm using this platform to help the people of the world to really discover their inner peace. Because without inner peace, outer peace is impossible. <laughs>